Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies today and boy this is a fun one this is it's pretty awesome waking up um and being able to do an episode here on you know a team that I have loved my entire my entire you know childhood you know up until this point you know loving the Philadelphia Phillies being able to witness uh, not in person, anyone that was in person at the Michael Lorenzen no-hitter last night. Yes, Philadelphia Phillies newly acquired starting pitcher, just his second start with the Phils, uh, gets a no-hitter against the Washington Nationals last night in a 7-0 victory. Um, anyone that was there to witness that live, cherish that forever, being able to witness... Um, you know, uh, a pretty cool moment like that is is uh, is amazing in itself. So anyone that was at the game last night, I know, you know, my guy Nick Earnshaw, uh, and you know he does his episodes on uh, on Phillies twenty four seven as well. He was he produced the game last night. I said, hey man, congrats on producing a no hitter. I mean, special stuff. I know it's it's simple stuff like that, but you know, cherish that, cherish that man being able being able to, if you were there live or, and to be honest, like Phillies wise, and we'll, we'll get into this later. Cause I, I do want to get into it uh, in a second. Like that was like the, that was the first Phillies no hitter that I remember, or, uh, you know, watching live besides Halliday's, uh, Doc Halliday's, uh, NLDS no hitter against the Reds, you know, 13 years ago. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into that. I want to, I would kind of want to get into, um, just general talk about how cool the no hitter was. Um, you know, break down Lorenzen's no hitter uh, a little bit, how cool the moment was. And then, um, again, you know, that being the first one that I've watched live, uh, since Halliday, uh, in 2010. So again, uh, we'll get into key moments recap from the game. We'll recap most of the no hitter and, um, I'll recap, you know, key, the key scoring plays from the fills. Um, and the, and the Lorenzen thing, obviously, that was the overarching thing, that the best thing about that game. But there were other cool moments in this game uh, that I want to get to as well. Um, not just the Lorenzen no hitter. There were there were a bunch of uh, there were a bunch of uh, key moments in this game that were really, really, really cool. Uh, not just Michael Lorenzen, but uh, maybe first career homers, somebody's two hundredth homer of their career. Uh, also, some cool stuff. So we will we will get into to that as well, and we'll get into my game takeaways, uh, and then we'll around the league a little bit. 
preview tonight uh, where the Phils will wrap up their series against the Nats. Hopefully they can take three or four here. It would be nice against a bad team like the Nats. Um, and then that's pretty much it. So let's start in the bottom of the first. Uh, Bryce Harper uh, hits an RBI double uh, to make it a one nothing game. Literally, all the Phillies would need from there. I'm just gonna re- I'll just uh, give you guys a few more of the key moments from this game. And I mean, that's there's not really much more to report besides Nick Cassiano's two run homer to put him at career homer 199. That made it a three nothing uh, game for the Fightins. And then bottom of the second, I mean, what a cool moment. Uh, Weston Wilson just called up, uh, you know, from the Phils, you know, Brandon Marsh on the IL, uh, Christian Pache also still on the IL. So it was Weston Wilson and left tonight or last night, uh, excuse me. And Johan Rojas in center field and Weston Wilson comes up the bat bomb missile, not even just, not even just a, uh, you know, not just a not just an over the fence home run. This was a missile from Weston Wilson. Uh, 106 off the bat, 429 out to left field. My gosh, for his first career home run, four nothing fills. And then bottom of the third, Nick Cassiano's homers again. This time to the opposite field. First one was the center. This time to the opposite field for his 200th career home run, uh, and it was five nil fightins. Um, at that point, and then the Phils would tack on a few more from a few other uh, uh, guys like Johan Rojas. I think, was it Bohm who had the other RBI in the, I forget when it was, but I wasn't concerned about this at this point. I, we were all just concerned about um, the uh, Lorenzen throwing this no-no. And you know what? Also, I wanted to mention real quick, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, because I was listening to this on the way home uh, from work yesterday and in the sixth, seventh, eighth inning that I was listening to Scott Fransky, the great Scott Fransky didn't, I, I hate the whole like, Oh, don't jinx the no hitter. Stop with that superstitious stuff. Like, please stop. Like, it's, it's, it's dumb. I, I Fransky mentioned multiple times. Like, oh, this does no hitter that threw seven, no hits from Michael Lorenzen. You know, he's got a no hitter going, no hitter alert. I like that. Screw the superstitious stuff. Good. Good on you, Fransky. So good on Scott Fransky for uh, not for not worrying about jinxing or anything because he said it and it still happened. So screw everybody out there that says, oh, well, you know, you don't want to jinx it because, oh, my gosh, stop. How many times do people not say anything and it still doesn't happen? Perfect games, no hitter. So let's let's relax with that. OK, uh, so, yes. Uh, so Cassianos with Homer and then, you know. Like I said, that's all the Phillies would need, obviously. So let's discuss the no-hitter. Um, obviously, how good Michael Lorenzen was. Um, he, he did walk four batters through his first six innings. It's not great, um, but who cares? Uh, no hits. Um, five strikeouts. Wasn't like he was, uh, you know, Roger Clemens, 1920 strikeouts um, in this game. He was just uh, he was just getting outs. A lot of, you know, a lot of... Uh, uh, he, he just did what he had to do. You know, it was, it's almost like, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to be Garrett Cole every time out there. I mean, Lorenzen isn't a, uh, a big strikeout, uh, guy like that, I believe. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a, you know, he's 19% K rate. Uh, you know, he 
back to 2019, 2020, it was, it was a little higher, but you know, he's not striking a lot of guys out. I mean, but he didn't need to, and, um, he has success doing that. He was an all-star this year. So, uh, you know, Lorenzen, you know, five strikeouts, four walks, and he was just, you know, there were some hard hit balls in this game. There were, there was, there was, uh, Alex calls, um, I believe was that in the eighth inning. Uh, let me, let me double check real quick. I believe, uh, Alex calls or Lane Thomas hit a 108 mile per hour ground out, uh, in the eighth, in the ninth inning. It didn't even look that hard. It boom, boom, uh, you know, through to first to get the out. Didn't even look, look that, uh, look that hard, but that was, that was the hardest hit ball all night. And there was the, uh, the eighth inning, I believe was the Alex call, uh, fly out. And I think Fransky said that might've been the, the hardest hit ball all night. Which was uh, which wasn't technically true. That was like the, the like the the eighth hardest hit ball all night. The, the hardest hit ball all night was Bryce Harper's uh, double against Mackenzie Gore in the in the first inning. Um, but uh, Lorenzen was just was just ultimately he was uh, he was just progressive solid. He was just solid all night. I mean, not even just. I mean, obviously he was very good, but. Uh, you know, it wasn't like it was a huge, huge strikeout performance or like anything like that. It wasn't Roger Clemens. It wasn't Ro- Nolan Ryan. Um, who else is throwing 20 strikeouts? I'm trying to think. Oh, Kerry Wood, right? It wasn't anything like that. It wasn't like super, like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just a, uh, dominant, you know, swing and miss night all night. It wasn't like that, but who cares? It was, no hitter is incredible in itself. So Lorenzen was, was, was just, you know, good all night. Walk, walked four batters to the first six innings. Um, but besides that, I mean, no hits. That that's the point here. Is no hits. Five strikeouts. Did what he had to do. Um, and just like second thing, ha- how cool the moment was. Like that's that's the thing we we that I take away uh, when I see these moments happen is how cool it is. You know, in that present moment, um, you know, Dominic Smith hitting that uh, pop fly in the ninth. And seeing the reaction of Michael Lorenzen of JT Real Muto um, immediately, and like even Johan when, when he when he caught the ball, he, he's he's going you know he he's going crazy, and uh, you know the fans like I, I love seeing the replays after you know from the dugout to uh, to to all of that like that those are the moments those are like the best moments about this like those are the moments that we always remember like there's like think about it like the you know the world series yes the, the phillies did not win um but you know when the phillies won the won the pennant won the national league pennant last year like you know just seeing the reactions and uh like the moments are what again like i said about earlier about you know if you were there live or if uh, you know, even Nick, he produced the game last night or you're a broadcaster, like cherish those moments. Even, even if you're a broadcaster, you're a producer in those moments, you're doing your job, but like, you know, maybe still try to like, kind of, you know, cherish that in the moment, cherish that, that moment that happens right there. And, uh, that's, those are the, like the best parts, even just from watching it on TV last night, I got home at like the bottom of the eighth last night. And, um, I wanted to hurry up to, you know, so I could, you know, obviously so I could watch it and I wanted to see the ending. So, uh, I wanted to see Lorenz and do it. So that, that was, those are the, the moments that, you know, are the best to me seeing, you know, seeing it happen, you know, like again, Lorenz and JT's, uh, all the, all the players in the dugout jump out, um, and, you know, go, uh, go, go crazy, you know, on the mound with, 
with Lorenzen and uh, all the players out there. Like those are the coolest moments to me. Like that, those are some of the best parts about about these historic things. You know, when a team wins a championship or a no hitter, a perfect game, or anything like this. Like that, that is what. Uh, those are the coolest, coolest things to me about you know about a moment like that. Like that, those are the the coolest moments. So the cool, the moment was awesome. Um, and again, like I mentioned before, this is the first Phillies no hitter that I watched live. Um, besides Doc in 20, 2010. like I didn't, I don't remember. I think were the Eagles playing? Some something was happening where the uh, no, not the Eagles. The Flyers was the Flyers Cup, wasn't it? it was the, the Flyers Cup run when uh, Halliday threw the the perfect game against the Marlins in the regular season. I think if I can't, was that May? It was late May, right? May 29th, 2010. Does that sound about right? I, th- I think it was. Um, I had, I had the, uh, the list of no hitters up somewhere. Um, but regardless, like, like I didn't watch that doc, that doc live, that, that doc perfect game. Hamels in 2015. I'm going to be real with you guys. Like, um, you know, grew up a huge baseball fan, Phillies fan, all that stuff. But there was a period of time where I didn't watch baseball for like, four, five, six years. Um, and, you know, got, got back into baseball because I, I wanted to do a, I wanted to have a job in sports media and thank gosh, because that's, that's made me fall in love with baseball again, um, you know, over the past five or six years. But regardless, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't watch uh, the Hamels 2015 one, the combined no hitter in 2014. I, I don't count combined no hitters. I'm sorry. They're cool, but they're, they're, they're not the same as a one pitcher throwing a no hitter. I'm sorry. Like it is what it is. Uh, you know, Docs in 2010, twice in 2010. I did watch the NLDS one. Um, Kevin Millwood's 2003 one against the Giants at home. Like, I'm only doing the past 20 years. Like, I know uh, Tommy Green threw one in 1991, I believe. Uh, but I'm only doing the past 20 years uh, since I've been alive. So, Kevin Millwood, 2003 against the Giants at home. Um, I don't. I didn't watch that one. I, My cousin and my uncle, I think, were there. Which, again, talking about cherishing moments. Like, you'll remember those type of moments forever. Um, so Kevin Millwood's 2003 against Giants at home. I didn't watch that one live. So this is the first one that I've watched live on TV. Phillies wise, Phillies wise. There's other no hitters that I've watched, um, you know, uh, on TV, but, um, first one in 13 years for me since docs in 2010, NLDS one. So also speaking of cool moments, cause that's been a theme in this, in this episode so far, um, there were. It wasn't just Michael Lorenzen, and I've already mentioned the other two, but we're just to kind of compact them here together. Lorenzen's no hitter, obviously the big one, the big one that we take away from this is that's that's the one we're going to remember forever. But also Weston Wilson's first career home run. I mean, in his in his first plate appearance. I mean, this uh, in the majors, and he's been in the minors for what six years, something like that, since 2017. And Phil's call him up because. Uh, you know, Marsh and Pache are both hurt, so they need some outfielders. Weston Wilson, I think he's had, like, I'm trying to think how many home runs he's had. Uh, here we go. I'm going to look it up right now. So, um, and he had a good game last night. He went, didn't he go, uh, he walked a couple of times, too. I mean, the guy was getting on base as well. So, Weston Wilson, you know, one for three, three runs, two walks. I mean, nice debut for the kid, along with your your major league uh, debut, uh, you know, their first at bat, get a homer. Um, but he had 25 homers in AAA this year with Lehigh Valley. So the guy has power. You like to see it. You love to see it. So first career homer for Weston Wilson. Big, big moment. Nick Cassianos hits his 200th career home run. 
I mean, that's not like the biggest moment ever, but it's still it's still a moment. Um, so yeah, Castellanos hitting his 200th home run. So that right there, uh, Lorenzo no hitter, Wilson first career homer, Castellanos 200th home run. This is what baseball is all about, man. This is what uh, you know, going back to baseball as a kid for me, like just uh, huge moments like that, uh, or you know the cool cool moments, cool stats, stuff like that. Like that all compacts that for me. Um, you know the the little kid in me as a baseball fan. So you get your cool moments in this game. You got a jam packed amount. So that was awesome. Um, takeaways from this game. Um, again, first takeaway is obviously the Renzen's no hitter, but again, like it's just a reminder because obviously we're all like excited about the no hitter. So, you know, we're not maybe thinking about certain things, but like, you know, doing the show, I mean, again, like, you know, Nola hasn't been great. Um, who knows if, I mean, Ranger hasn't been awesome. He's been inconsistent over the last month or two. Like, Lorenzen, you know, you know, hopefully being good the, the next two months is huge for this rotation because, like I said, you don't know what you're going to get with Nola um, the next couple of months. You don't know what you're going to get with, I mean, Christopher Sanchez has been good and it's been awesome, but, like, I mean, he's still, like, an unproven starter in this league. Uh, again, so, um, and it's not like, look, Taiwan has been great this year. I love it. But you, you don't you never know. Like Taiwan's kind of had a, a sort of kind of inconsistent career to a certain extent. So again, like Lorenzen helps this rotation out a lot. Um plus he's gonna help the bullpen come playoff time. Um, whether he's in the rotation or he's in the bullpen, and we're probably all all feeling all really we have a high right now off off this no hitter. And it's like, oh well Lorenzen's gotta be in the rotation and in the playoffs. Maybe he will be, maybe he won't. I don't know. I don't I don't know exactly what they're gonna do um come playoff time. But we'll they'll figure it out, you know, eventually. It's it's not a bad problem to have, to have six starters. Um the the way the rotation is right now. I like the rotation. I like it. I, and uh so we'll see. Um, or at least right now, like the six-man rotation. Um, but again, it'll help the bullpen come playoff time. Like come playoff time, um, there will be got you know, uh, if he slots to the bullpen, I mean, I'm not mad at that. And Lorenzen's been a, a reliever in the past. He has been a reliever, um, you know, uh, previously in his career. He hasn't just been a starter. So that's gonna that's gonna help the uh, the the bullpen. Um, come playoff time, if Lorenzen is, uh, if you know, if Lorenzen helped out the bullpen or Rich Ranger or um, if it's Sanchez, whoever it's going to be, because they're going to need uh, some depth uh, for the bullpen come playoff time. And then uh, second takeaway, Castellanos, Nick Castellanos, um, you know, him hitting two home runs in this game. I think it's again, it's important for him to get going uh, to to help the offense, you know, down the stretch. So I think it's important for Cassian. I mean, Cassianos has been better lately. I mean, he was for a month there. He was not good, you know, right before the all-star break, uh, right after the all-star break, he was not good. So I think it's important for Nick Cassianos um, to get him going um, and help the offense down the stretch. I think that's really important uh, for Cassianos to do that. Third takeaway, um, Trey Turner, really good in the leadoff spot last night, two for four. Two for four, and he was the DH. Uh, so Schwarber got the uh, got the night off. Turner goes two for four. Um, so hopefully, you know, Turner's been good in his last seven games. He's been good. So hopefully, this is a sign of things to come. Three forty six, three seventy on base, six fifteen slugging in his last seven games. 
I guess since that ovation, right? Since that since that ovation. So um Trey Turner uh, was my last takeaway there. Um and then just some scores around the league. Uh let's look at some uh so uh, just just for at least around the National League East. Uh Miami beat Cincinnati five to four. Um the Braves, they beat the Pirates uh, six to five. The Mets uh, beat the Cubbies in New York four to three, and obviously the Phils no hit the Nationals seven nothing. So there's your National League scores. Um, it's really more about I want to I'm going to give you guys a wild card standings first. Um, Giants lost last night, so they are now a game back of the Phils in the wild card standings. Phils sit at sixty three and fifty two. Uh, Miami right behind San Fran, 60 and 56. And then after that, Cubs and Cincinnati. Uh, Cubs are 59 and 56. Cincy, uh, 60 and 57, half game back. Both a half game back in the Marlins. Arizona, two and a half back. San Diego, four and a half back. And then you get to the Mets, seven back. And Pirates are eight back of Miami. So those are your wild card standings. And as far as the National League East goes, uh, Atlanta 72 and 40. They dropped 72 and 40. Phils or they didn't drop. They they won. Oh, look at me. I'm just I'm just full of knowledge. They won. Yep, they won. Six to five. So they don't drop. They're 72 and 40. Phils 63 and 52. Miami 60 and 56. Mets 52 and 62. And those Nats who just lost last night to us and no hitter 50 and 65. So those are your uh, National League East standings. And tonight you'll get Patrick Corbin versus Aaron Nola. Nola, I don't really have anything else to say about Nola. I mean, we're just hoping Nola has, you know, next good couple of months, you know, especially with, uh, you know, Lorenzen in the rotation now. Hopefully we're going to get, uh, you know, hopefully the rest that Nola's going to get. You know, with you know a six-man rotation, hopefully that's going to um, help him out a lot. Hopefully it is. That's all I'm going to say. I hope because Nola has not had a good year. It's it's really feeling like 2021 all over again, and um, we'll see. We'll see. So Corbin on the mound for the Washington Nola uh, 6:40 start tonight, and then the Phillies will have uh, Minnesota at home this weekend. So um, hopefully Phillies can take three or four tonight, um, and that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Phillies 24-7, Phil's today, um, and I hope I talk to you guys Monday after 3 or 4 from the Nats and at least 2 or 3 from Minnesota. Minnesota's not a horrible team. Minnesota um, is over there trying. Uh, they're at the top of the uh, you know American League Central. American League Central sucks, but let's be real. But Minnesota's still a better team than Washington. So it's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. I will talk to you guys on Monday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 